Welcome back to Black and White Christianity. I'm your host, Walter Mitchell. Tyreek Osborne here, checking in. <laughs> and we're glad y'all are here because tonight, tonight we're talking about social media. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to talk about the ins and outs, the goods, the bads. The We're going to look at scripture and we're just going to get into some things. Before we get started, let's go into a word of prayer. Sovereign Lord, Almighty God, I just ask that you would be here tonight, that the conversation would be seasoned with salt, that we would glorify your name in this ministry. We thank you for it, and we thank you for this conversation and this company. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, social media, the good, the bad, the ugly, why can't we pull away from it? So, just kind of starting us off, what would, this is just a startup question what would you say your relationship with social media like just has been have you enjoyed it has it not been good what would you say social media is always a um i would say a gift and a curse if you would say if you would be so bold as to say something like that it is definitely giving you given us the opportunity to you know proclaim the word of god via either one of our uh, medias and the joint ones that we had together. Um, and then, you know, the dark side of it is when you start to direct that kind of attention inward. And now you're, you're, you're wanting to have your, you know, your presence out there. You're wanting to be liked. You're wanting, you're wanting comments and different things like that. And now you're on to like a self-worship or, you know, um, a, a need for mm. uh, acceptance from others and different things like that. And then you're only going to go bad going that way. So you've got some scriptures to bring tonight, as do I. So would you like to, let's just start out with the word. All righty. You want, you want to start out with a couple things that you have, and then I will read mine. And then we'll bring some thoughts that we had. And we hope that you guys that are tuning in will respond and we can have some conversation about it. But first, we're going to start with the word as it always should start with the word. So go ahead and bring bring those that you have, Tyreek. All right. I have two uh, scriptures here. First is Exodus chapter 20, three through five. It says, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Um, the second scripture is Titus chapter three, one through two, says, remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one to be peaceable and considerate and always be gentle toward everyone. Mm. Mine was 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 through 12. <clears throat> and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anyone. Now, now that we have read the scripture and we have kind of a base of what we're going to get into, I'm going to lead off uh, with one of the questions that I brought, and that would be what has social media done to the church 
slash society. And I'm going to let you, I'm going to kick it over to you, see what your thoughts. And then I have my own thoughts as well. What would you say uh, just off the top what that would be? What, what social media has done is the opposite of what I believe it was intended to do. Um, you know, it is, is amazing how, you know, that, that came about in the time frame that it did, like, like I wouldn't say right before because we've had social media for a while, but then we had this humongous pandemic. Ten years, ten years. Yeah. It's been around for a while, a, a decade, a full decade of time to you know get that integrated into us, and then it was on, and then it almost seemed like a switch came. Like here's ten years to get solidly rooted in this thing that we've created. Whether it's you want to talk about Facebook, MySpace. Uh, you know, they have all kinds of different things. Me, Hente was one of them at one point. Uh, <laughs> ag. You had all these social media things that come out that opened up all kinds of avenues for people to start getting away from social interaction via face-to-face or, you know, in a, in a uh, uh, proximity kind of a setting into a very digital separate kind of a setting. So you had that 10 year time, thank you for giving me that timeline. You have that 10 year time of being able to be integrated with this social media um, aspect of communication and different things like that. And then you get hit with a pandemic that has literally kept people at arm's length and further. You know, you everybody's been nervous about that kind of stuff. So Social media is here. <laughs> Social media is here to save the day and keep everybody connected, right? <laughs> no, like now it goes from a guilty pleasure to something that becomes a need. Now you have Zoom, you have Skype, you have all of this stuff. And like you were saying in another video, the Bible tells us, do not forsake the gathering. And we have forsaken the gathering. <laughs> like there's like... Yeah. I mean, and it made it too easy to do it. You know, yeah. uh, the, the, the love of most will grow cold. Uh, you, you know, how, 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 much, how much effort is it to hit like or this or that's to say anything? That, and, you know, that's a great point. And, you know, with the church and society, before it seemed like there was a clear divide, the church and society now, the gray area is there. You know what I'm saying? So with society, you got people running into glass doors because they're doing one of these numbers, or that's the go-to when something gets uncomfortable. You get into an elevator, mm, scroll time. Don't want to really have this conversation with somebody. Let's talk about the church for a moment. How about the fact that we've made it so easy to access the gathering via virtual? I don't want to get out of my jam jams. I don't have to. I'm going to keep them on, sitting here, eat my oatmeal, and I'm straight. I did the church thing. Block checked. We're good to go. And I think for me, that is one of the deeper burns about it is it's, be, it's made people lazy. People, I don't have to have a social conversation with you no more. All I got to do is like and post and repost some of your stuff. And technically, we're friends. Even though I don't know you from Adam, all I got to do is show you some virtual love. Same with some other things. And and. <laughs> I just just think for me, people aren't recognizing it. They're headlong. Let me just jump into this thing. Your thoughts? 
I, absolutely. Like, you know, I you were you were on a roll there. I didn't want to try to jump in. On that. <laughs> I, like you said, to speak to your point, the laziness aspect, I mean, we 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 gotta think about it now. I mean, obviously we're having this conversation. You, you know, you're looking good, you're looking dapper, like you know, different things like that. What it look like waist down. You know what I mean? Do we do we got <laughs> we got pants with, with you know with a belt? We we looking good like that. Uh, <laughs> I am not. I have on shorts under this. Like you, you, right. you I'm just put that out. But this is this is what we're saying, like the laziness factor. What, what, what are we doing, you know, are, like, it's more about what the other person on the other side of the screen is thinking and not what we're not, we're not putting the almighty at the forefront of our mind. You get what I'm saying? When you get dressed up, it's in reverence to the almighty. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why you do what you do. It's not, it's not so other people can see. So yeah, we'll have this right here and be like, oh yeah, you know, we're doing what we're doing. But then like, at the same time, it's just like, why, like, where, where are we going with this? You know what I mean? Like why, why the, the point that I'm trying to make is where's your mindset when you are doing what you're doing? Like, you know, when you're doing your alms, when you're, when you're praying, is your mind on the Lord or is your mind on showing people on social media face to face that you have this degree of holiness or are you actually trying to be holy like we have to look at that as well like these things are things that are running rampant in the church where people and and in society period we could we could talk about church for sure but for but society period like you said that laziness i've seen it with my eyes where people are like somebody will say a joke over like a text or something like that, you know, just to kind of make the mood like, and someone say, LOL, and they'll be stone faced. Well, do you know what that means? Like, do you know what LOL means? Like, are you actually doing that? No, you're not. Like, you know, like we, it, it's just, a, it makes it easier to lie. It makes it easier to be lazy, it makes it mm. easier. A, a degree of, of a veil of deception that like we just that we don't talk about about social media it takes away the level of accountability because there's no replacement for human contact even though we've tried to replicate it as virtually as possible there is no replacement for sitting across from somebody noticing body language, noticing facial expressions to say, you're lying, or are you having a hard time? I can kind of tell some things are going on. You can't get that over, have a great day, smiley face, click. You, you don't get that. So no, I, I, I agree with you. We, first of all, where's your focus? But second of all, to a deeper level, why is it so consuming? And I think maybe that's something we should drill at tonight as we continue on. Why is social media today so consuming? What is it about it in its nature that wants that draws us like a moth to a lamp? What is that? Um, before I get into like why it's so consuming, I, I, I also want to lightly touch on the fact of the control that you have over a situation via social media or, uh, you know, uh, over the internet like we're doing right now just just for just for an example this is this is how this is how quick like you know 
if if I'm not feeling this and I no longer want you to see my face or something like that, boom, there it is. I don't want you to just like that. That's that. I, I think that people love that ability to have that power, you know, even to just end it. I don't want to talk to this, but boop, that's it. That's it. You cannot do that face to face. You can't. I'm done with this. Someone can follow you. Someone can like, <laughs> I'm still here. You're still in arm's reach distance from me. And I think that kind of power is something that's also in the Lord. Why is it so drawing? Why, why is social media such a thing? You know, we all know about endorphins, you know, like uh, you, you get that, you get that satisfaction factor from seeing how many likes you got. You get that satisfaction factor from knowing your, your uh, social media following is growing and all kinds of things like that. This artificial validation is so like you to your point, it's easy. It's easy. To, let me get that. Let me get that. You, once you, once you know what you have, do to grab this kind of things it's too easy to replicate that and bring it to yourself it's just way too easy it's binary and it's not actually a connection okay it's designed to keep you busy because i know it's meant to make it seem easy to connect but think about it if all of the stuff you did on social media had to actually be done face to face in a relationship, you would not have time to run and gun all the time. It wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Because you would have to, hey man, I gotta go see Sam. I gotta go over here, have a meeting with him. I gotta have a time with him. I gotta go see Bella over here. I gotta go do this thing. You wouldn't have time to just be running around doing the money. It's made it very convenient for people to be unplugged while being plugged in. And so to transition just to point, you had something you had something you had brought up earlier this week that you were going to touch on. As far as my question. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Um, I guess my first question to you would be how has social media made it easier to covet and idolize? That I, you know what? I like that question because we have this persona on social media, right? It's the best crop. Photoshop, make that thing look awesome. You know what I mean? You got the perfect family that's dressed all in white on the beach and they do that jump thing where they all look like they're off the ground. They're like, snap, perfect, post that. And everybody's like, oh, I got to beat. That's the Florida picture with the white shirt. And they all look happy in the moment they land. And they're like, and get away from me. Like it, it's, it, it's not real and it puts an image out there that instantly you want because you look at them and think they're not miserable like me. They have something going on. That's awesome that I got to have. And so I'm going to replicate that and make people do it because that just must be happiness. Look at them. Look how happy they are. It puts a false sense of uh, an image out there. It's not real. Kind of like, let me put it to you like this. When you go over to somebody's house for the first time and the house is immaculate, and you're like, dang, I mean, you guys really put this place together. It's not always like this. It's like this right now because we knew y'all were coming here. Just like I knew you were going to look at this page. I'm not going to show you all my dirty laundry while I while you come here because you'll never come back. If you came here and there was all kinds of trash there, you're like, oh, honey, we ain't never going back there. Like, don't, <laughs> we're not doing it. So I think to answer your question, it's easy to idolize people and covet because they're literally selling you something that's not real. 
I, I, I totally agree with your statement wholeheartedly. Uh, as I was saying earlier, the the veil, the shroud, and like you, people, I don't want to call it mystery because it's right in your face, but people will go into debt to per, to to you know perpetrate a certain kind of lifestyle. They'll they'll show you this kind of car and this kind of watch and this kind of this and this kind of that, and literally people don't understand the background behind what they're looking at. They think these people have all of this abundance and different things like that. But in reality, a lot of times people are going on vacation on a credit card. They're going into massive debt to do this. They're taking, like you said, they're taking these pictures and making it look like it's all awesome in the family. And then as soon as the picture is done, everybody's going to their separate room. Like, I hate this thing. Like, you, you, you really just don't know going on in the background i'm not saying that everybody is miserable like that and everybody's not living like that but just if you if you really take your time out and think about it how much in your day-to-day would you say this part of my life i'm trying to broadcast to the world to show them just how awesome my life really is how, how much of that in a day-to-day setting would you really put on social media if people kept it honest they, they, they would, you would see more of a real life example of what's going on in their life, but they only want to show you what it is, what, well, what they're pretending it is, as opposed to what it actually is. I'll be honest with you. I just immediately thought of my day to day in a week, and I don't see any time in there where I'm wanting to be like, yo, you got to check this out. No one's going to want to see that. It's a, it's a normal job with a normal, day to day. So like, I think it sets an unrealistic expectation for those that are looking and thinking this is obtainable when the people that did it, it's not even obtainable. It was all manufactured. Now to say that and to say every picture on there is manufactured, I'm not saying that, but that is why we have a mental problem now because people look at what is happiness and they're like, I can't get that. So if I can't get that level of happiness, I'm miserable. I'm depressed. I got to have medication now because social media has dipped me down this road of if I don't, if I'm not like Jane, John and Joe, I'm not doing it. And heaven forbid somebody shame you or it gets out something, you know, gets out about you on social media. People, people lose their minds. I mean, that's life in their, in their view. If, if I'm not popular here, I'm not going to be popular in real life. So I don't need to keep living. And that's why the suicide rate is so high. That's a, to, to speak to that point right there, it's like, it's, you know about the metaverse. You've been hearing about this, this whole digital yep. life, life yep. space like that's, that's starting to uh, show up. Before, let's, before we even, like, I don't even really want to get too deep into that, but like, I just, I just want to show just how much people want to disengage from reality and go into like a different kind of place where they create the narrative of who they are, how they can be observed and like what they, they get to choose what they allow out and what and what they don't allow out about themselves to an extent. So like you said, <clears throat> if at any time, which it always happens, the truth always comes to light, like no matter what, what happens while you're trying to create this narrative, if you ever get out of that any point, now that whole entire place where you are living is shattered. And now what do you have? 
accept what you actually have. So um, social media, this, this will probably be an unpopular opinion, but social media to me was never truly meant for what it's being used for. Like social media is like a free advertisement space. It's, it's, it's very much business oriented what social media was supposed to kind of like be. It wasn't supposed to be this whole platform of where you can show your life and, and do this and do that. Like, I mean, unless you were trying to sell something and, and that was a way to advertise that. But, you know, social media became marketed as a social place where you can connect with people um, but it, it wasn't ever supposed to be on like a personal level. It was supposed to be more so on a transactional level. And you can see that transactional level if you actually pay attention to the, to the mechanics of social media, the like button, the dislike button, the comments, the following, the unfollowing, you know, all of that stuff was never meant to, to like, it was to give people an idea, give people analytics to be able to understand where they're going their forecasting and where they're going and the kind of reach they're getting and the target audience they're getting that's why that's why the people who are actually using social media the way it's supposed to be are called influencers because they're influencing you to buy something they're influencing you to go play and then probably nine times out of 10 use their links and their affiliate links and different things like that so that they can get a cut but somewhere in there, we turned it into a, this is my life on display and I'm letting you in here. And that is a dangerous combination when something is bare bones, factual, like this is what it's for. And now you've blended it and tried to adapt it into something else. That's a recipe for disaster always. So your thoughts. Yeah, I, back, getting back to the Thessalonian passage, on, on, on this same topic, it, it literally says you, your ambition is to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business. Social media is always about being in somebody else's business, interjecting, whatever the case may be. It gets loud. People get heated. All of this social media is, has nothing to do with a quiet life. You're, there's a rarity in, in your day-to-day -day where you could say, I just sat in quietness. I was still and knew that he was Lord. You know what I mean? Social Absolutely. media doesn't allow you to do that because it's the constant ding, the endorphins, the dopamine dump. All of that is got you tied to this thing. Have you ever, if, if any of you that are listening to this are in traffic or ever have been in traffic, you're going to see this very familiar sight. You're at a red light. Everybody's sitting there. The person that's at the line at the red light, it turns green. Instead of there being like a two, three second delay, now there's a 30 second delay and they're still scrolling. That, my friends, is a product of social media. They are in their phone and they are not on the road. You're, go ahead. Also, also, they utilize their peripherals. Now, now they're now they're in their social media, but they're utilizing their peripherals. When this person goes, that means the light is green. So then I can go. Do you <laughs> and that it's so crazy how 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 deep we're into it. And to your point, in Titus uh, chapter three, one through two, it says, remind the people to be subject to the rulers and authorities to be obedient. 
what what about what about being like subjected to rulers and authorities sounds sounds like anything like social media every 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 uh name on social media is rebel something or degenerate something else or like little little whatever like it's not it's not a it's nothing to do with like being obedient or you know being uh subjected to rulers like you know you go on social media and you see anything that anybody posts and there's people jumping on cop cars there's people vandalizing mm. people doing a bunch of things just for beating beating up clerks the other day i seen a, a guy beat up an older an older asian man just because, because the camera's on them, let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's people that's biting people's faces that are like, like not accepting their offer for buying them liquor. Like, what? And it's all for the likes. It's oh. all to get attention. Oh, wow. What oh, What can wow. we do to get, to go viral? We gotta do something crazy. Gotta do something nuts out here, and then people just go wild. Nothing about that's quiet life. Nothing about that is minding your own business. And verse 12, I think, is so pertinent. So that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders so that you will not be dependent on anyone. Having the outside world winning their respect as a Christian means you're different. You're different. I'm sure there's probably not a lot of non-Christians that are watching this channel. And if you are, we're thankful you're here, but I'm speaking to the Christian right now. You should be different. There should be a difference in your life that the outside world sees. And they say there's something different about that person. They don't engage like we engage. They don't social media like we social media. And I'm not saying everybody needs to get rid of their social media. I know that's unrealistic. There's a lot of job orientation stuff that's tied to that now. I get that. But you have to key in on how much it absorbs you like it just it consumes it that it does more damage than good because you just keep making these very pertinent points like pe people go for interviews and different things like that at jobs and people are looking for your social media yeah yep. okay you the linkedin where you got it where you could keep it pretty clean on the linkedin but if you have instagram if you have facebook if you have anything some vulgar joke that could be the deciding factor of whether you get a job or whether you don't is is very deep how much this is connected and in this yet another reason to my point that social media was never meant to be what it is today like it, it's 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 always been about exposing yourself to to show the kind of individual you are and to show what you are about to a point that'll give somebody an understanding of whether they want to utilize a product from you whether they want to be in business with you whether they want to have a connection with you for whatever reason um so i, I mean like i think once we understand that what social media is used for was never meant for what social media was designed for is just one of those things that once we get an understanding of that, we may be on a better track as far as, uh, you know, cleaning up our social media, spending less time on there. Cause obviously it's like a resume. You set your resume up and then you leave it alone. How many times do you mess with your resume in a day? I'll tell you what, I haven't touched mine in a year almost. And that's in my detriment, <laughs> just a fact.
I haven't touched my resume in a year and your social media should be more of a resume as opposed to more of a daily update site. You know, like uh, the, the last thing I want to talk about, and it was also from Titus, it says um, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, always be gentle toward everyone. Are, are we seeing gentleness? Are we seeing people not slander one another? Are, are we are we being peaceable on social media? No, social media is a place of this disruptive, very violent talk, very hurtful conversation. You can get slandered easily. Somebody see you with this person at this place. They make something up, but they have the picture and there it is. They made the narrative for the for the photo that you've seen. So. Let me ask this from like, let's say a viewer say, well, hey, I hear you, Tyreek, but I'm in just an all Christian group and we're on social media and we're just doing Christian stuff. We're talking about Christian things. Is it OK if I'm still on social media doing those things? Honestly, it's not bad to be on social media. Like, it, <laughs> Let me ask you something. Can you just all right, you might you might like donuts. You know, you might you might enjoy don who don't donuts, like donuts are great. But can you eat donuts, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three months? I think you'll have health problems. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you'll pull through. I really don't. So, like, I'm just saying, uh, social media has its place. I'm not saying that I'm not it's bad. I'm not saying right. like anything. Like anything. It could be used for good or it could be used for bad majority of the time. But you have to be, like, watchful. You have to understand how things work. I don't want to go into that because that's not what this video is about. But I'm just going to say, I'm just going to lightly say this real quick. When you delve into an area, it behooves you to understand how said area works, what said area is for and why you're there. A lot of people, if you just look over time, the majority of people that get into something that they don't need to have any business being into something or in the wrong place in the wrong time in the wrong uniform and that's usually what happens mixed up in something that they never needed to be mixed up in but they are doving into places that they don't truly understand when you understand the idea of what social media was actually meant for and then you look at how it's used you can understand why this why suicide is up why people are killing why people are right. beating why there's violence ever you know what the the more you know the more you grieve but the better the better choices that you can make from your from the knowledge that you have so i just want to go there i don't want to go that deep into it right there and knowing is half the battle gi joe so <laughs> i let's transition let's transition for a moment um there is we're going to go to the opposite side of things would do we think that social media has done any good? We've spent the majority of the time kind of criticizing it, which is fair because there, there are definitely some areas that, that need to be addressed. But in its in itself, has social media done any good? And I'm gonna I would say yes, in the short answer, yes, it's done good. Um, social media has definitely moved. Uh, different things ahead with you mentioned earlier business advertisement marketing 
all of those different things, but they all have a place and it all seems just too much. It's, it's, it's bombardment at this point. It's like besiegement. Um, it, it is good. It is. And it's, I would say, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking in circles right now, but I think it does more bad than it does good, but that's not to say that there's not any good. I think there is good finding old pictures, connecting with old people. That's all well and good. I understand that. But at the end of it, are we reaping what we've sown? And I'm going to give you an example here. Late, me and you haven't been on a date in a while. So I think for that particular thing, the new age thing is I've witnessed it before COVID. We were out somewhere and you can kind of tell, oh yeah, that's a date over there. Just on that phone. Like they're across the table. Hey, what are you thinking? I don't know. Text me. Like it, it, it's crazy. Or for married couple, you're sitting in, you're sitting next to each other in the bed. What are you both doing? Phoning it up. Clink. Phoning it up. Just, that's what we do. So I think that it has been an unhealthy barrier that is being placed there. And we are seeing the result of it being around 10 years with the youth that are now integrated. We weren't integrated. We were like foundational one, the, the, the drop zone, so to speak. Our kids, their kids, they're going to grow up. No books, tablets, writing pads, all of that. What do you think? I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, yes, we are definitely reaping what we sow. We are fell asleep behind the wheel and allowed the, and allowed these, these things to come in and creep in. And, and it's, you know, it's disguised. It's all pretty. We're social media and we're sticking together and it's one team, one fight. We, we've allowed that to just kind of get up in there and, and it turned, it turned the corner. It, it changed up on us just like that. And like you said, and now that it's like, you, <laughs> you keep saying that thing. And I'm just, I keep, I just keep saying it back to you 10 years. A decade mm-hmm. solid yeah. pure itself into our way of life. There was a time when if you wanted to talk to me and you wanted to call, I had to be home to be able to pick your <laughs> up. If I wasn't home, you were beat. Yeah, you had to wait till you had a good idea when I got home, you know? And uh now we're we're attached at the hip. I'm talking to you through my phone right now. I'm not using anything like spectacular. I don't have like a beautiful camera set up or anything like that. This is my phone that I use to make calls daily that I'm talking to you through right now. That thing is with me the majority of my day. And like you said, well, um, a husband and wife laying in the bed, guess what? That phone is probably in your hand up until you're like, okay, now I'm going to sleep. Some people fall asleep. (laughs) Like you just don't know. So yeah, has definitely been a blessing, but it's also been a curse for a lot of people. And like you said, we're we're definitely reaping what we sow. Our children are fully integrated. Our children see us now. My daughter isn't even two yet, and she knows all about the phone. Like you like, I'm sitting there looking at something, she'll walk over, pull it, stare at it with me. Like, like, you know, when when you when you start to see that kind of stuff, it's like shame on me. Like shame <laughs> that my daughter is doing this. Like, because of me, I'm I'm showing her, I'm 
I'm helping integrate her. You know, you get what I'm saying? Into this whole entire phone thing and uh, tablet, what have you, any kind of mobile device that you just have on you. So, yes, we're definitely reaping what we sow. Wow, it's, uh, was good. It's also something that is coming to bite us back and it's coming to bite us in the backside. It, it's a humbling thing when your child picks up a calculator and says, hello. <laughs> they think it's a phone. Hmm. Ah, yes. Ooh, it, it's a humbling moment when that happens. And let's just talk candidly on a lighter note. What <laughs> Have you ever been looking at your phone laying down and it oops a daisy slips. <laughs> you get caught with that hot one. In the bridge of the nose. Like, huh. <laughs> or, you, or you do the Matrix dodge. You'll have the whoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watch people and as our day-to-day goes. And like everybody is just head down running into things and if you're that distracted with social media you'll never look up to the father you'll never you know with that that, like you said people are walking in the doors like doing all this stuff like that i guess i guess i would like to ask you how has social media blurred the lines of social norms like how how Mm. is that well off the top we don't do anything we don't feel obligated to do anything in person anymore. I don't need it. I don't need to go see him. Hmm. I'll call him. We, we don't feel like we need to go and do anything at all. Obligation. Another thing is on sides of trucks. Six, seven years ago, it was just the name. Now it's the name, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us here. Like that's another thing that's, that's different. Um, How about the fact that there's no menus in a lot of restaurants? You can't access the menu unless you scan an FIRD code or or, uh, what is it called? That's right, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? I forget what it's called myself. I think it's a QRF or something like that. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. It's got all the little specs and dots. We're old. So that's what we're going to call it, the scannable thing. And then it pulls up the menu. They have made it so you cannot handle and deal in society qr code yeah it's qr, uh, code. QR there code. it is yeah and, um without a smartphone i went for a while without a smartphone i tried to detox try to get rid of it i tried to use something called the light phone it was very very difficult because you're everything is so integrated to the smartphone to social media to wanting to know this and that. I don't even do social media. This is as much social media as I do on YouTube. That's it. Um, I also have a sermon channel that I do, but like, I don't project anywhere. I just think it just takes over. Like when people are at desk, you've been in, you've been in offices before they got their phone right there. They'll be doing a little bit on a computer. Then the moment they got a break, they're just back to something else, back to another screen. So much screen time on our eyes. Society has switched to a in-person, to a virtual world. We are now shifting to a virtual society. Before it was a physical society. My question to you is, what does the church look like moving from a physical society to a virtual society? What does that look like? Way less involved. I'll tell you that right now. Like It looks way 
ball. There's there's all the ministries, all kinds of uh, outreach programs that 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 could be used, and and it's just the you know, it's scientifically people live longer when they when they have communication with people on a day-to-day basis when they when they have human interaction human touch like it's like i know it sounds wild but it's true that that communal aspect of that you see people live longer that's a lot of times when like a married couple when one person dies the other person is not far after them because they Mm -hmm. their lives are intertwined you get what i'm saying and they have they have stock in that person and now that person isn't there who knows me like that a, a dread comes over them so it's the same it's the same in uh it's the same in the church we're, we're a body of christ you know what i'm saying and the more the like you like we were talking about earlier the bible says do not ne- do not uh neglect their gathering don't don't gather be together be together in Christ, don't just it's not about just being together, it's about being together in Christ, still sharpening, still you all being together, learning, growing together. You get to see people's, you know, uh, victories in, in Christ, and you get to spur them on and be happy with them. Or you see people going, are, are they in pain? And because they're in pain, you're in pain, and you can all come together and, and build each other up in that way, you know. that goes out the window when we get behind a, a a video screen that that goes completely out the window that's that actual interaction is done now there is a electronic veil between you and me and if i no longer and feel in the fact that you're crying i could just be like hey man i'll get back one of these days you know stay encouraged click that's it conversation is <laughs> is just that simple I mean, like, you, honestly, is is just it's not good. Just, like, so, I, as a technician, I'm gonna I'm gonna rope to one thing. I I am a field service technician. The other day, I went to a location, and the a gentleman they have it on lock and key. I had to ring it. I had to ring an intercom bell. Another another form of bail. Had to ring an intercom bell and talk to the individual over the intercom. Then once they got everything they needed, they came out. And they was like, yep, we got to put you through a quick screening. And I'm like, okay. And they was like, you got your phone with you? And I'm like, yes. I mean, I, I needed to transact stuff, but what does that have to do with the screening? And it was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and put your phone on this QR code, answer that question. And then when you get the green check mark, you can come on in. You can't tell me these questions. What, what are you here to do to make sure that I see this thing on this door? Like, that's what you're here to do? You could have did that. <laughs> You could have told me that from the end account. Why'd you have to come out here? That's the thing that we, we are seeing social norms. Like you had said earlier, that you can't go into a restaurant without having your smartphone now because there's, there's digital menus, mm. like speed dating. So like, yeah, I haven't done no. it. Like, when's the last time <laughs> you hear stories? People are like, they're, they're speed dating in, in other books. Another thing that we've done is we've given a platform to predators. That's another thing we've done. Okay. Um, to, to, to do, there's a whole dark side to social media for children, for teens, adolescents. There are, before social media, the predators, the people that would do things to children had to isolate them somewhere or 
get involved as a wrestling coach or something of that nature to get alone with children. They don't need that no more. All they got to do is get alone virtually and they ask questions and get pictures. That is the dark, a dark side. And that's another reason why it needs to be monitored to your point of how I think what you were going to is how virtually automated everything is. You want to come in here, boop, 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 boop. Let you just scan here, boop here, touch here, and then you can go do the work. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And to kind of bring this to a, a close, this episode, well, before we close, what would you say is some advice to people using social media, to the youth, to the regular adult and to people that have children, what would you say some quick advice to them would be? Honestly, my quickest advice would be to go on YouTube. Funny enough, go on YouTube, type in Audrey Assad and um, look, look up her song and it's called uh, I Shall Not Want. As a believer, that song will make you aware of just how selfish, just how much you rely on things that you don't need to be relying on. It'll, it'll, it'll break some things down to you that'll have you to contemplate. If you, if you actually want to understand, you, you'll contemplate some things that's in that song. Uh, uh, self, self-absorbing, uh, um, you're loving your comfort, uh, the need, your need for acceptance or to be understood by others, uh, your, you know, the kind of relationships that you have that are that are not rooted in Christ. All of these things are going to come to the come to the forefront. And honestly, when you when you get hit with that kind of re, that that kind of dose of reality, and you you understand exactly just how much we're self-absorbed, how much we are concerned with us and only us or what and if we are to deal with other people what they can do for us as opposed to what we can do for them like you know just just the just the complete absorption of oneself i think i think that that song will bring some things into like i'll be honest uh, for I did not know you were about to plug that song <laughs> I, yeah, I, you were about to plug that song i absolutely I, love that I didn't know I was going to uh, plug it. And that question actually caught me off guard. But like when you said it, I'm like, you know what? That's perfect. Like, it's, yeah. a good, it, it's a good, I think if I was just going to give the last little piece of advice here, moderation, moderation, have a start and a stop time. Know when you've had too much and don't stop after you just like, well, man, I ain't, I've seen it all today. You know what I mean? Cause uh, you scroll enough, you're going to see most of it. So like moderation. That's good advice. For a prudent person, for somebody that's able to do that kind of stuff, like, but like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that advice is a little bit flawed because like, for me, you know, I, I, I deal with, I deal with overeating. How do I know when I had enough? When I'm not hungry anymore? Well, we both know now that like, if you eat until you're not hungry no more, guess what? You ran the red light. You, you, you did too much. You now in a few minutes, you're going to be like, and you're going to be wanting to lay down somewhere. Like you, 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 you would only right. be able to pull that kind of stuff through, you know, just be going through it. Just to respond to the staunch rebuke that I just received. I would say, <laughs> I would say then just be careful 
what you're getting into. I think identifying the consumption and same as moderation. If you have a problem with social media, be honest with yourself. I have a problem. I can't say no. I have to start my day and end my day in social media. And throughout the day, it's a multiple hit. It would, if you put cigarettes in place of social media, would you have a smoking problem? I think that's something Ooh. to think about. Whatever you're doing, if you could put smoking in place of it, would you be addicted by now? Uh, and so I, I would just say, be honest with yourself. If you are spending too much time, say, hey, look, I, I do think I'm spending too much time and put some put some boundaries. But we're going to end on that tonight. And that will be the fourth installment, fourth episode of Black and White Christianity. We are so happy you're here. And again, I'm your host, Walter Mitchell, and this is Tyreek Osborne. And we love you. And may the Lord be with you. Ow.